0: last time, vigilance. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mindfulness. Uh, watching your mind. Meditation of watching your mind. Uh, see, uh, making sure that uh, when you see uh, a thought that is. Uh, that is not to your benefit, arising in your mind. And you're supposed to do something. You're supposed to try to stop it. No, yeah.
1: that's right.
0: Duh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, this is. That was the time when we talked about. Who uh, asked the question? someone asked the question about. Uh, But the method of the, uh, the actual method or the, uh, the the way of actually becoming a what do the Buddhas do or something like that?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the method of what well, would Buddha do to ignore that thought or decide yeah. that thought? Yeah, something like that. Did someone
0: ask that question? Or what did the Buddha do? What did the Buddha do? No? Maybe it was another time.
1: Another
0: <laughs> Do <laughs> uh, you recall something?
1: No.
0: Alright. Uh... Well, okay we'll with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <You> we <wanna> to <laughs> take up what the Buddha did. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I mentioned what the
0: Buddha did. What do
1: you do?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the, 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 this very thing of being mindful of, of what of, of what uh, what kind of thoughts what kind of motivations what kind of uh, 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 intentions comes up in your mind being aware of it and then not allowing it to uh, be, the, it, it, you, it, you you come to know. Oh, this is this intention is gonna bring about not gonna bring about a benefit. It's gonna bring about a harm. It's gonna harm me. It's gonna harm others. And when you start, when you become aware of the the kinds of thoughts that brings about harm, they go into the category of unwholesome thoughts. And the kind of thoughts that brings about benefit. they go into a category of of wholesome thought and for those that bring about harm to you then you want to uh, not allow them to become a motivating uh, uh, force that you don't allow them to make you talk you don't allow them to make you do an action and you allow them to allow them to be the the motivating factor for a train of thought to occur and that takes Practice in order to stop them, especially for those that that are that are strong, that uh, that have become strong tendencies within our minds. Okay, so these are the mental affliction, the destructive uh, 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 thought patterns that we have to learn to stop. And that's what the path is about. That's what the Buddha did, and that's what and, and that's what we have to do. And eventually. We will, by doing this, we will will achieve the state that the Buddha achieved. I think I remember it was somebody in the back, and it wasn't here. It
1: was somewhere else? else. (laughs) It was somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't another, he was somewhere else. (laughs) Oh, was that a Thursday class? I think it was. It. I know which one you're talking okay. about. Did you use it? I was there. <laughs> yeah, that, I really like that question. What she is? Any answer?
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think that comes from after some time, perhaps, of being in the past, and then you, you, you start to implement the the thing that you're asked to implement to change to bring about change in your mind, change about in, in your life, but you don't see the change that you really want taking, taking place yet. And you feel that perhaps there is some teaching that, that you haven't heard yet, there's some teaching that you haven't, haven't started practicing yet, that's why. So you go s- probably so looking for those powerful teachings that you hear about. Okay. And then you probably encounter a, a, a teaching, oh, this is powerful, and then you listen to it, and you do the same thing, and you don't notice any change. And keep going shopping for more powerful, seemingly more powerful practice, but the, and you're wondering, okay, uh, what did the Buddha do to achieve is uh, the, the the transformation that he that he achieved? You want to know that one, but the the, the Buddha gave the answer, and it's and it begins with mindfulness, and being aware of your thoughts, being aware of what's in your mind, be aware of. Be aware of, of, of them in such a way that you know, oh, these ones lead to pain, dissatisfaction. These ones lead to benefit. And, and that level of, 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 of awareness, of mindfulness, is what you have to do. Even though you're in a state right now where you don't notice a, a specific transformation that has taken place, but a transformation is taking place. You are someone who was in a state of not knowing these categories of thoughts before, and now you are transformed into someone who knows the categories of thoughts. But the kind of transformation that you're looking for where you know, where you, where you no longer are subject to those, to those, to those thoughts that brings about pain. But that's coming. That's going to come later. But you are on the path. You are doing what you're supposed to be doing on it. And once you've isolated, oh, these are the kinds of thoughts these are the kind of intentions that bring that that brings the, the about harm um, to myself and to others then you start to implement uh, uh, another uh, uh, level of practice where you actually actually end up stopping them what actually destroys them is wisdom and when you hear that or oh, wisdom destroys and then you quickly go to get teachings on wisdom so you can start to so can think that you start destroying them but the wisdom teaching that you get they, they they are beautiful in the beginning and they are ugly in the middle because they're ugly in the effect right, because they you that when you hear them they are very beautiful very attractive to to hear to listen to and they seem to make a lot of sense and then when you start to actually imple- implement them and in the way you're asked to implement them you just think about them and it doesn't really do anything except perhaps as you try to understand it the more you try to understand it Instead of getting clarity, you get confusion, like this idea of everything is empty. Wow, that's so profound, the first time you hear that, everything is empty, that sounds so cool, so the, uh, that's the nature of things. And then you tr- try to really understand that, instead, instead of when, you, when you're in the process of trying to really understand it, you get confused. Wait a minute, how could you find the empty?
1: Yeah, what's in that?
0: What's in that? Yeah, mm-hmm. what, what's that? What's that <laughs> about? How can everything be empty? But it is. But it, but it can't can be. But what does that mean? And then you hear a lot of explanations, but well, it means everything's from your mind, everything's from this. But if it it's this, it's that, what is it? So, the, what was supposed to be a method of destroying ignorance, destroying su- the cause of suffering, ends up being an intellectual pursuit, where you're just trying to understand what this guy said, what that guy said, what this, what was written in that text. Explaining it, okay. and then you, you go back, you go and then and then you're forced to reflect. Okay, what transformation took place? How closer am I to ending my the cause of, of, of pain? And you and you may not you will not see that, and you and you may not think there's any any transformation has taken place. So you're wondering, I still have faith in this in, in this system. Maybe I haven't come across that powerful practice yet. I need to get to that powerful practice. The thing that I need to do to actually get transformation—it's all these things that you're doing—that is the path that it will lead you to that transformation that you're talking about. So you have to be—you uh, have to be aware of the, the smaller transformations that, that 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 have taken place, that are taking place, to to. Uh, uh bring about a sense of confidence to strengthen your, your faith. You have to be aware of those small transformations. You were someone who were not, was not aware necessarily of oh these kinds of thoughts and these kinds of thoughts have these effect on me. And now you know. And you don't just know it because you're able to list them because that's what the Abhidhamma says. But you actually, uh, from your own experience, oh, these kinds of thoughts this is what happens to me when they are present these kinds of thoughts this is what happens to me when they are present so when they are when they are happening you 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 become you you make sure that you are aware of them you're aware of what they, what's going on you come to know them that's the first truth the truth of, of, of suffering is to know suffering to know it for what it really is to really get into the experience so as these thoughts are occurring in your mind, you're able to y- you see the damage that they're doing. So they don't ne- they don't they don't just they're not just uh, uh, a speculation anymore. That when you're told that desire is a cause of pain, and that's something that that is uh, somewhat difficult to get to really know from experience, that desire is a cause of pain because. Uh, the whole purpose of desiring something is not to get to pain, it's to get to pleasure. How can this seemingly what, what, how can the seeming uh, uh, striving for pleasure be a cause itself of pain? And that may cause some confusion. What does it mean then it's a cause of pain? Is it really the cause of pain? And then you have to uh, uh, the only way for you to know is to examine what's, what's going on when you are in that state. Then you're able to say, oh, this belongs to that category. This belongs to this category. And once you have this as a realization, rather than just, uh, 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 I'll just use this term. I don't know if it's actually that intellectual property. Just some property you own in your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily an, an experience. Just something that you, you know, like you're waiting to trade with someone when you go to a party, okay, what do you know? What do I know this trade? <laughs> Did you know that in, in <laughs> Mozambique uh, mm-hmm. there's a group of people and they do this and that, this and that? Oh, really? And then it's not really something that you learn so that you can that will help you transform in some way. but it's just just uh, something to decorate your mind. Okay. So that list is uh, uh, when it's an actual realization. transformation has taken place now you know and when you know of these bring about these kinds of results. these brings about these kinds of results. then that 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 empowers you to be able to stop them those that are not beneficial to you those that are beneficial to anyone it empowers you to be able to stop them to to, uh, not allow them to become the motivating factor for your actions anymore Mm -hmm. and that itself from going from going from that knowledge and going from actually stopping them that takes some time that that takes a measure of practice and what is that practice it's not necessarily visualizing the universe inside of a cup okay it's not necessarily you know uh, reciting some some uh, some foreign sound you know over a million uh, A time or something like that. Specifically, this is the actual work that you do. You know that it's harmful to you. When it comes, when you're aware of it, you apply mental, uh, Mm. mental force, if you want to call it that. You apply it to stopping it. And this mental power. Or, or will, if you want to, uh, 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 if you want to use that term, it, it, it's like a muscle. You have to develop it. You're not, you're not going to be able to stop something that you that's been carrying on in your in, in your life uh, over its in, in sort of like a uh, from its own momentum, so so to so speak, in one night. Okay. and you will struggle with some with with, with some, uh, especially those. Those, uh, uh, those thoughts, those tendencies, which are habitual, you will struggle to see whether or not they are actually uh, harmful to you. You will struggle to be able to see how harmful they are to you. And you just have to keep realistically and sincerely examine them. While they are happening, be aware of what's going on. What are they doing to, what are they do to, doing to you? Like uh, take a one that's very easy, like anger, for example. Okay, and you have to be able to, to make separations between, like, uh, when you feel a sincere, uh, a sense uh, motivated by by compassion for someone, and it's, and it's the compassion is due to. Uh, a, a sense of uh, injustice that you see going on somewhere, and you feel motivated to do something uh, about that, and then ang- and then and you might interpret this as anger. Okay, and you might and, we, and because of the association that we have with anger, that we we have to bring harm some to someone. Then, if you allow that to take over, then you will have undermined that sincere compassion in the, in the first place that you yeah. had in the first place. And uh, during Thursday, uh, there was this young lady who was talking, who was passionately talking about animal rights, and how she's angry <laughs> toward those who abuse animals. Right? Here, she has a sincere compassion for the harm that is brought about to uh, to a group of beings, and yet she's uh, uh, she may be allowing this uh, sincere compassion. To be to to be to be to be, uh, to be uh, overtaken by by uh, 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 a negative emotion, which is anger. So instead of protecting those who are re- receiving harm, now she she might become an instrument to bring harm to someone else, or so those who are bringing harm to those. I'm going to bring harm to them. So you just become. The well, that general you become your enemy, so to speak. I think you become you
1: become your worst. Enemy. You become all your worst, all enemy. All worst
0: enemy. Yeah. Okay. So we have to be very careful uh, uh, about that. So there is an uh, 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 an energy, an strong sense of emotion that makes us want to do something when we see injustice, and we think perhaps anger is good when it's th- when it's that way, but don't don't confuse the intention to harm someone and and, and that kind of a uh, 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 strong emotion to do something against injustice. They're not the same thing. The government is doing something wrong and you feel a strong uh, compulsion to stop it because it's wrong. Why is it wrong? People are being hurt. So you see there is something you're motivated by when, when, when beings are being hurt, it should stop. That's beautiful. That's a wonderful I- uh, intention to have in your mind, but to think that the way to stop this is to bring harm, is to do exactly what, what's being done, you've you, you, you lost it, you lost that compassion, you lost your, 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 your good intention, it has to transform into something else. And what happens is that it seems like it's the same energy of, an- of anger. That is there. So you think that the anger that you have because there's uh, injustice being done by some group or someone over here, and then you're wanting to stop it, and you and you feel strongly about it. And when you direct and when you look at the the one who's causing it, you think that you. Now, when you look at that person and that you still feel that that emotion, the anger, you call it anger. So you think, but. I have to stop what they're doing and the anger is there and hold, still holding on and we think now what we, when we are viewing the person or the group responsible we think it's the same emotion when we, when we are now have the intention to bring harm to them it's not the same emotion but because they're so similar to, to each other we think sometimes, oh anger is good sometimes but if, if, if it's just uh, semantics, okay, let's just say okay, they, they're both the same. It, 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 it's it's uh, it's just the willingness or the wanting, the strong wanting to do something, and then depending on your what you what you intend to do with it, that's what makes it wrong or all right. I'll even go to that point. If you have a strong that strong emotion to do something, but your intention is to remove suffering, and it remains that way, and it's good. And if you still want to call that anger, okay, that's good anger. So, and when you direct, when it's directed towards someone, and your intention is to bring harm to them, then that's bad anger. If you want, to, if you still call that anger, okay, we, we, we go with good anger and bad anger. And this is where, when you're doing that, when you're when you're watching your mind, and you're maybe uh, naming different things with different intentions with the same label. And that's where, the, that's where the, uh, the confusion may come up with. You might come up with the confusion. Like, for example, desire. For example, is it, re- is it, is it really the cause of pain? Is desire, is, is desire completely bad? What about the desire to help someone who is in, in, uh, in need? Is that bad to, to, to want that? Then you, then, then you will confuse two different things. Okay. So you have to... Be, uh, uh, and then now when you, when you reach the point of clarity with this. That's a beautiful tra- transformation that has taken place. Now you're really ready to stop those things that are harmful, because you really see them as being harmful. You're not confused about them anymore. You remove the confusion. And the the, the, the process that you go through, it's, and, and it's a very boring process, it's very tedious, it's when you are not in that state that is destructive, that you know is destructive, you're supposed to uh, talk bad about it <laughs> to yourself. So when you, once you finally uh, uh, are able to pinpoint exactly what state of mind they're referring to, that is the desire that is brings about pain, then 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 you, when you're not in that state, overwhelmed by that state, you're supposed to say that state is not beneficial. That state brings about this kind of pain. This kind of pain. you're supposed to be rehearsing in your mind. That is your practice. And if you're able to do this in a quiet, in a, in a state of quietness, instead of a focus, it just it just makes it. it uh, if it's if it's like you're you're um, making a groove in the mind. If the quieter you are, the deeper the groove will be, and the in the, the, less time it will take to make that groove. So that would be the purpose of sitting down meditation to do it. And it's not at the moment when you're, when you're caught up in, in that destructive emotion that you're supposed to apply the antidote and you're supposed to be free of it. Now you're already, you're already caught up. There isn't much that you can do. And after some time of simply doing that, when you're not caught up in, in the emotion to say that such and such emotion is bad Or a that the emotion is uh, brings about uh, uh, dissatisfaction because of this, because of that, and that actually is sort of like uh, it raises the flag, so to speak. It's like you're you're going around to every imagine that every cell in your in your mind uh, uh, is now you're you're telling uh, when you see this guy come in, make sure (laughs) you don't give him lodging. Okay, it's like going around and and raising the flags sort of in your mind, so that as as soon as this thing comes up, no part of you will will be uh, uh, will be will, will feel compelled to make it uh, a, a motivating factor for an action, because now you know it to be not a of ben- benefit. If we're waking
1: up. This practice is waking us up, Mm -hmm. and we are in touch with that wise mind Mm -hmm. or big mind. Can we trust that if we are in that place, (laughs) that we won't be angry? So when anger comes up, Mm -hmm. we can just watch it fall away. Yeah, and
0: it 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 doesn't cause us to take any action. And just because uh, that—that—that's a bring up a good point. Sometimes, uh, hearing that desire is bad, anger is bad, and there's the tendency in the mind that comes up in the mind, we may uh, we may think of ourselves uh, as being very bad practitioners because there's anger in the mind, or there's uh, desire in the mind, and then thinking that we are bad practitioners, you know, make us, you know, it it. it, it uh, uh it, will, it disempowers us it makes us incapable of, 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 of going further on the path okay. so just because there is, pres- there is present in those things in the mind, because if you're not acting out, out, out of them, if they're not a motivating factor, then they're just there in the mind okay. you're, not, you're not necessarily uh, the fear is that you're collecting bad karma because they're present in your mind okay. you're c- you'll be collecting bad karma if you act out of them Either you think like uh, anger comes in your mind, and then the action of mind would be you're plotting something. That would be a, that. that would not, that's an action that would have a, a, a negative consequence. Okay. But just the, the it being there, and you're, you don't want to, and trying not to allow it to motivate you in any way. You're not you're not, you're not committing that karma. So when you have um, a
1: negative thought in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often found that, um, instead of pushing it away and kind of ignoring it, Mm. doesn't really help, Mm. um, but it's been suggested to me, and I wanted your input on this, if it's better to feel the negative thoughts, and of course not act on it, but kind of like imagine you're still acting it out and and thinking about the repercussions, mm-hmm. which are inevitably negative, and kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> allowing it to mm-hmm. dissolve, mm-hmm. like yeah through, through mm-hmm. that means. Yeah. Would you do you think that's a good way? To yeah, that's, that's a good way. yeah, that's a that's good way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that seems to be you know, a like three minds like one is uh cover technique and uh malicious mind. And the the one like about you have anger for something when you think about what you want to do but they're not actually out isn't that isn't that creating really negative Because um, you're playing the movie in
0: your head. Well the that's there, there, two different things. One one of them is plotting that you do with the intention that you're actually gonna do it. You may, not, you may not do it you may not end up doing it, but you actually have the intention that I'm actually gonna do this <coughs> or it, it might be that you enjoy that you uh, you you see them you see that person in a suffering state and you're enjoying it playing that in your mind so that's collecting mm-hmm. negative karma but ooh, ooh, the, this method here is more like a what if it's like a what if and then seeing the consequences and then say, oh, I don't want that consequence anymore. It's more like that. And this student doesn't want to stay with <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, There is a, a sutra, I think that's what I mentioned last time. We'll talk about this sutra. The sutra where the Buddha uh, says, uh, how to remove, how to deal with negative thoughts. And the and, uh, Buddha talks about: from look at the, the disadvantage. Imagine, uh, uh, look at the disadvantage of it. Okay, and you can use that method of, of to see the disadvantage of it. You can, uh, you know, while it's happening, be aware of it and see what what, what it's doing to you. The present disadvantage. The resultant disadvantage. If I act out of it, this is what this going to result. And what is in my mind? Is it giving, is it giving me peace? Is it giving me uh, joy? Or is it giving me something else? Mm-hmm. That I wa- uh, do I want that? What is giving me? What is present? Okay. So it's, it's looking at, at its nature, so to speak. So its disadvantage, nature. Then after after a while, then we st- we we. Uh, you can uh, try distraction, okay, distraction, think of, s- think of its opposite, like if you're having thoughts of anger, you, 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 you force your mind to think the, uh, the exact opposite of anger, what is the it? Is it opposite of anger? Love. Love. Mm. Because uh, patience is what happens when you stop yourself from having anger. It's, it's a state. It's the result of not of uh, being able to control yourself with anger. But the uh, the actual opposite of that is a uh, set of mind that is present that does the opposite of anger. That would be love. So you deliberately make the mind think along the lines of of, of love. And if it's if it's a someone or a situation that you have anger towards, if you can. If you can direct that love towards that someone or that situation, that would be more powerful. But if that person or that situation is just too much for you to even consider anything other than anger, then think of someone else or another situation. That would be easier for you to have compassion and love. Okay. And uh, another method is to uh, uh, think about... Uh, A oh yeah. The, the other method is now to start to apply the mental factor of directing the mind. That you're actually just like uh, uh, the way you you think of yourself deliberately having a thought, deliberately doing something in the mind, deliberately stopping it, deliberately stopping it. And if that doesn't work, then that's when the Buddha said, that's the last resort. <laughs> Clinch your teeth hard and then and, and squeeze your uh, uh, toes and, and, uh, and, think and, and fingers.
1: Okay. <laughs> like this. <laughs> okay.
0: And uh, ethics, uh, this this one, sometimes we use it. Stop it! Like talking to our, our mind. Stop
1: it! Mm-hmm. Stop it! <laughs> okay. mm-hmm.
0: That works, the Buddha said, sometimes. Okay. okay. Alright? So these are the methods that you have to employ when it's a habitual tendency. And it's not going to stop you from having anger the first night, the second night, the third night. It's going to take some time. And while you're doing it, it may appear that nothing is happening at all. And then because your awareness is so now focused on it, it may appear to be much bigger than it used to be. That's just an appearance. You have to keep at it. Keep applying all, any one of those methods. Okay. And eventually, that, that the ability to, to stop it will be spontaneous. As soon as the anger comes, you're able to stop it and and for some p- different people it would be in different ways of actually stopping it either they just have the mental non-conceptual way of stop, stop stopping it just removes it from the mind or they may have uh, a, a, a trigger word that stops it either you just say stop it and it stops or some other kind of some other kind of phrase in them that they say in the mind uh, like uh, uh it doesn't matter. It's uh it's no big deal. Saying those things actually become a trigger with to stop it. Okay. But in the beginning saying those words may not saying those words trying to suppress it may not will not work immediately. But it will take time. And eventually they will not be in your mind at all for so you to even be bothered with it. But it takes time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I uh, guess okay, it's definitely time to stop.